0: At Redeemer, as we continue growing in our understanding of our own story, we are gathering and sharing the stories of the people in this place. With our podcast, Interrupting Grace, Living Into the Way of Love, we will share these stories. The stories of grace in action, the stories of love in the world, the stories of living the way of love. How are you, the Interrupting Grace? The Way of Love at Home series is part of our Interrupting Grace podcast. In this Advent series, Philip Duvall and I will discuss the Way of Love Advent curriculum. In this episode, Advent 1, the Annunciation, Saying Yes to the Journey, we will orient ourselves to the Way of Love and see the Way of Love as a journey that begins by saying yes to God's call to birth new life into the world. The call is gentle, yet powerful. A call fully embraced will grow beyond our imagination, spilling out of ourselves to our family, friends, and community, and into the world. This episode invites us to join Mary in her encounter with the angel who announces that she will conceive and bear a son, and is intended to launch us into not just studying, but birthing and living the way of love. For nothing will be impossible with God. Then Mary said, Here am I, the servant of the Lord. Let it be with me according to your word. Then the angel departed from her. Mary's yes to her encounter with the angel is a model for our own yes to the way of love. We too are called to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Saying yes to the way of love to Jesus is one of the most counter-cultural things we can do today. It is just as countercultural as Mary's yes more than 2,000 years ago to birth the infant Jesus. Saying yes to our own call to the way of love is scary. It may be just as frightening as Mary's. We may not know the implications of saying yes just as surely as Mary did not know. We can never be fully prepared for the magnificent journey with Jesus. It is sure to transform our lives. Like Mary, we are called to say yes to this impossibility made possible. So uh, the three questions are, where have we heard the invitation to say yes to birthing good news in the world? When has such an invitation perplexed or frightened you? Or how can each of the practices be seen as an invitation to say yes to the journey? Mm. So there you go.
1: So light, light stuff. <laughs>
0: Thank you very much. bunch of softballs. Just lob them up.
1: You know I, I the one thing I love about the the well, it's a strange thing for me to say as a man, but I I love the birthing language. Yeah. But I'm also I I am excited for men to be invited to think like that. It pushes us to think differently when we imagine the birthing process. We have to think differently than we normally think about how how God's work is being done in the world.
0: Right, right.
1: Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, yeah. I've, there's the the language of womb has always been, you know, something that I forget where it is. Uh, is it in Pray D? Where?
1: No, I think it's uh, one of the. Uh, enriching our worship prayers, I think it's prayer. Oh, it
0: is enriching our it's worship.
1: Two, one or two. First yeah, forth from the womb.
0: Yep, yep. Um, that's always taken me. Mm. Just, just you know, every time I hear it. Um, yeah, and it's always a remembrance of of Jesus coming into the world.
1: <laughs> well, and the idea of of being someone who births this good news into the world in some way is is, is um, that when someone births a child, it is both of them and a part of them and also its own thing. And it's something that they've often participated well, they've always participated in it and, and oftentimes worked really hard to hope would happen, but there's a piece of it where whether or not it happens is just, it's not up to them. Right. And so yeah. there's this this tension there of this is of me, but it's not me. And that this is something for I, I've been a part of, but also has happened. But some aspect of it from the beginning has been outside of my control.
0: Right, right.
1: Like, so thinking in those terms for me is really meaningful in terms of thinking about what it means for us to bring, to be bearers of God's love in this world, that it's both got your mark on it. But also it's something other than you that has a life outside of you.
0: Right. Is that? that... No, absolutely. Hmm. Yeah.
1: Where do you, what about you when you think about.
0: Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm thinking about this this perplexed or frightened invitation is kind of what I'm circling around.
1: What's the question again? Like what, like what perplexes you about it or?
0: Yeah. When has such an invitation perplexed or frightened Mm. you essentially, it says us, but you, um, the part I'm, I'm, I'm going to the, for nothing will be impossible with God. Right. That's the, right. Um, so when has such an invitation perplexed or frightened me? Um, it's, I, I know you and I have talked a little bit about this before, but uh, I keep going to, um, I specifically think about the yes of when I wor- began working at Redeemer, oh, yeah, um, and the the idea of it was either that or grad school. And here I am still, you know, (laughs) 10 plus years later. And (laughs) that never, it was, it was a frightening choice. Um, yeah. I,
1: what was the choice for you in your mind? Like, but what, what were you thinking about doing for grad school?
0: It would have been it would have been ethnomusicology is what yeah. it would.
1: Did would have you know been. where you were would have done that?
0: Florida State. Okay. So yeah. So you'd
1: kinda like had it mapped. I was out.
0: accepted and everything.
1: Wow. Yeah. Oh, I just that's And then yeah. what happened?
0: Uh Rob asked me. I had gone back to 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 camp for what was called a rally year because I had already done like my unwritten three years. Yeah. And then the position at Redeemer Open for the youth minister position. And uh, I was totally in the middle of applying to grad schools and all of it. And then you know, And he
1: said he was like, Would you consider yeah. doing this?
0: Yeah, he said, Would was you consider it a park park applying? Position? Would you consider applying? Yeah, it was a it was a twenty hour, eighteen hour position.
1: I know <laughs> you're going hour, to grad yeah. school, Annie, but <laughs> <laughs> what about this?
0: Right, right.
1: And what happened to you? I mean, I know you said yes, but like.
0: So I, yeah, like I came down on a, it was, I came down after like an evening activity at camp, driving from Proctor, you know, after, after dinner and met in the the youth room with, with Bruce and a couple of the the youth committee and um, met with them. And yeah, it was. I don't know. It was it was definitely it was definitely a yes that I <laughs> like why. But you know, now now the now that now the question's answered, I suppose. I but... hope that's
1: good. I'm mean, glad that you're like, why? And the answer was, I have no idea. I, no I don't idea. know what I've done. But so when you think about that idea, that's an example for you. Yeah. When you heard the invitation to say yes to birthing good news in the world.
0: Yeah. Well, there's, yeah. so
1: there's a difference between you going off to study, and study is a wonderful thing. Right. But you going off to study ethnomusicology and you entering into the ministry and care of younger people. Yeah. I mean, like, did you think of it in terms of doing something for others? Or did you, like, like I'm curious as to...
0: Um. Uh- i think that it's doing something for others uh yeah yeah Yeah. definitely and i think i think at that time in my life i was really um i kind of thrived on that in some way Uh um so it was a different it was a different uh yeah it was a different connection in some way that um I just didn't even realize existed. I mean, I, mm-hmm. and like, the mm-hmm. thing is, is I knew of all of this and I knew of all these other things uh, as far as being in the diocese for some time, right? And then, then kind of pulling that together in some way. Yeah. The, the, yeah, that language. The of,
1: perplexing and scary part.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: With which, it's a, what, was that the literal, like, oh my gosh, am I really gonna
0: my. Not- you want to know the scariest part was yes. telling my mother I wasn't going to grad school.
1: <laughs> oh my gosh. The yeah. scariest part of me about going, deciding, well, not the scariest, but one of the scariest parts for me about deciding I was going to become a priest was telling my grandma. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, how am I going to tell Bonnie about this? Yeah. yeah. Um I assume your mom was all gung ho for you to head off to Florida and do the thing. Or? Yeah, she,
0: I mean, she was she was excited for me to go to school. Yeah, We're not sure if it where and have, right. It but may have ma- it may have mattered where it was at that time. Yeah. My grandma was still in Florida, so oh, right. yeah, so it was at least like an hour drive, but somewhere nearby. So,
1: um, so how did that? um, How that? How that go?
0: It was fine. Yeah, <laughs>
1: it's yeah.
0: It, it is it is it's it's there was a there was trust there, right? There was trust in the decision that I was making. Yeah. Um. There was. Uh...
1: Well, and and people people may not know. I mean, your mother is involved in in church, yeah. and yep. and it's not like she's like you're doing what now?
0: Right. Right. It right? definitely like it, mattered. It's definitely a church. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. No child of mine will go <laughs> work for that. You know. Yeah. 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 My grandmother as well was a woman of faith. And so for her, it was very much, a, a um, she was very excited for me, but mm-hmm. I was very nervous that she would be like, will you just make up your mind about your life and stop? Like I just kept waiting for her to be like, just make up your mind and be something. Stop changing your mind. Right. And she wasn't that at all. It didn't go that way.
0: The the other thing is you saying like birthing good news in the world, thinking of those that have since grown up and left redeemer um and seeing where they are in the world and what they've done and 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 sharing that good news whatever way they they are now that's i it's happening more um i don't know it's if it's because i'm able to connect with them differently or whatever it might be but
1: um what about you where have I heard the invitation to say yes? Yeah, the birthing good news and the. World. I mean, it's such a gimme question for a preacher, right? I mean, I literally became a preacher, and that was definitely an invitation to say yes to that. Um, um, so that's a natural one. Um I think one of the ways that I'm finding it more and more right now, is in the invitations from the Holy Spirit for me to 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 um, to get out of the way and to yeah create space for other people to speak, which yes. is very unnatural for me. I very much want to speak and very much want to be heard and uh, talk to my therapist about that tomorrow but uh, but you know it's it's and I make a living by and large a big part of my job is to talk and to communicate things and so there's an idea of you know this you get you get you get used to that and you get accustomed to it and you get sort of like that's what i do so so for instance um i mean there's little things that i do on social media which sounds silly but so much of our lives in this in this isolated time are lived that way which is when i'm trying to find exactly the most perfect way to say something Like if i find someone else has already said it then just copy and paste it or like you know forward it and say this person said this
0: right
1: Um, um or when i think about when you've got something to give or when melanie or someone else has something to give rather than sort of being like figuring out how i can how it should be under my umbrella just let it be like wow what would it look like for me to promote and support other people does that make sense? Like I,
0: Absolutely. Yeah. I, it's
1: hard for me though, like, because when you think about what Mary does,
0: mm-hmm.
1: what Mary does is so gorgeously, powerfully beautiful. And so much of it is to give this thing away, to give yeah. it away. Like the thing that she doesn't do is protect Jesus for the rest of his life. Absolutely. The good news is birthed into the world. And then there's a there's like a letting go. And so I think it's a big part of me right now, what I'm being called to do right now, and it's very perplexing, it's very scary, because I think so much of my life has been structured towards me being the center of my own life, and so figuring out how to decenter myself is in, and and to create space for others is a really big uh, something I'm feeling is correct, and also is really really perplexing for me. Yeah. Does that make sense?
0: Abs- yeah, absolutely.
1: Uh, I was thinking about John Hammond. Mm. You know who John Hammond was? American uh, music, film pro- uh, music producer, right? Yeah. Yeah. Um, discovered Bob Dylan. Discovered uh, Stevie Ray Vaughan. Helped promote Aretha Franklin, Billie Holiday, Count Basie. No big deal. Just all of them. Yeah. It's <laughs> ridiculous. Like when you look at the list of Odetta. Like when you look at the <laughs> list of people, you're like, oh, okay, yeah. John. Yeah. So. I think with a personality like mine and with an ego like mine I've and I'm such a you know I want to I want to find uh myself I want to equate myself with someone like Bob Dylan or uh, one of these sort of like like sort of singular figures this is the way that mm. um and I particularly think I particularly think that that in our culture like white men are 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 meant are 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 conditioned to think of themselves as exceptional and compare themselves with exceptional people. So here I am, um, uh, <laughs> doing exactly that. You um, laid
0: but, it right out in front no, of me. No, no, I mean I
1: know, my, I know, I know my own faults right here. At least I think I do. But, but, but so, anyways. So, so growing up, thinking about what it means to, but, but also, all of us, I hope, have the capacity to see these singular personalities and find something inspirational in them and aspirational there. Like to be someone like Dylan in the sense of saying the thing that needs to be said, right? Whether you end up being exceptional or not, to be a person who's willing to stand up and be that. Those We have those people who are sort of like kind of guideposts, not leaders, but kind of guideposts and like, oh, okay, right? Anyways, so growing up thinking about like that, that kind of thing. And then like something hit me at some point where I realized like, well, that's too late. I mean, he wrote Hard Brain's Gonna Fall. He wrote Blowing in the Wind when he was 21. I'm 41. So, you know, he was already considered a husband by the time he was my age. But I think about John Hammond, who essentially made a career. Now, see, this is the trick, because I'm just substituting one exceptional person for another. Don't think I haven't skipped (laughs) that. But but like the idea of the guy who used the the, John Hammond was a man of immense privilege, grew up in a house of wealth and um, had power and was able to put in be put in this position. He was I think he's like either a Vanderbilt or a Carnegie, like he's it's something like that. Right.
0: Yep.
1: yep. And, uh, he uses this to promote and s- to promote talented, gifted people and to put them in positions where they're visible and empowered to affect others' lives. And I, and like, that has become much more interesting to me. Um, what would it, what can I do to now? I still have the same ego and all the same issues. So that's the, that comes back to what's the perplexing part. Right. For me, what's perplexing is how do I can how do I do the ongoing work of letting go yeah. of my desire for um, to be appreciated?
0: Right. Right.
1: Right. Yeah. So one of the things that I've always admired uh, in you is that you do seem genuinely much more comfortable than me. Um I could just stop there. You generally seem more comfortable <laughs> than me. Um, you're just more comfortable, but but like sure. also, but, but right, sure. But, but you seem genuinely more comfortable than me in terms of um, supporting and promoting others, and not needing to have some kind of spotlight. Yeah. You know. So I'm I'm, it's, I'm i curious about that.
0: I haven't thought of this in a long time, but my um, my voice teacher growing up, she was also my mom's voice teacher. A wonderful woman. Mrs. Oh wow. Rose. Mrs. Ramsdell, she so part of there were there are multiple things that like looking back now, I realized they were extremely intentional. And at that point, I was like, well, this is just seems like what I'm doing. So, you know, you'd learn your arias, you'd learn your art songs, you'd learn your um, sacred music. Mm -hmm. And she there were two things when singing sacred music. um, She always had us when singing sacred music, have our music with us. Because we weren't performing, um, hmm. and it was, it was, it was honoring God. Like you were right. giving your gift, and I don't realize until this very moment how that probably had a lot of influence on where I am now and how I, how I look at it.
1: Right. It's not about you. Yeah, it's, it's about the vehicle for blessing. Right.
0: Zero percent about
1: me. Wow. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. So then, how do you juggle that? like the re it's not about me with also it is your voice right right it is your talent and it is your hard work and discipline that gets you to a place so so i mean like how do you juggle that sort of it's not about me and it's about me tension that has to exist to be able to do those things or do you just not think about it
0: well i think well for me i think there's a uh i mean there's probably a lot of things going on there but for me um it's it's freeing right there's some freedom there of of uh like like it's like the freedom that comes with forgiveness it's the freedom that comes with um i'm sure the freedom that 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 the angel came to mary and it was like oh no this is for the world it's not it's not for you to take this on um and yeah no it was i I think there was some release there um in some way
1: um well there's don't you think there's some release in like finding out what you're supposed to be doing. Absolutely. That like Mary's hanging out, doing her thing. And this angel shows up and says, this is what your life is. Mm. And she has two responses. And this follow, you and I, I think, have you and I talked about how the, sh- her response follows this whole scenario is identical template wise to how prophets are called in mm. the Old Testament. Angel shows up, says, it's you. Prophet goes, how could it be? <laughs> And the angel says, "Because God will make it so." And the prophet says, "Hineni, here I am." Okay, literally the same. Right. right, so, right. so Mary's hanging out, be bopping around, being Mary, and angel shows up and goes, "You," and she goes, "How? How could this be?" And angel says, um, "Because God will make it so." And there's actually this when you think about that, what you just said, like almost like a relief in like, "Well, here I am then." Yeah. Well, okay. Not, aren't I amazing? And then we haven't gotten to it. So, you know, we'll get to it at another point. But like the Magnificat is not about her. Although it is all generations will call me blessed, which is, I mean, the beautiful (laughs) self-affirmation. Right. But what is the blessing? Because through me, because of the reality that God is doing this thing.
0: And, and to, I mean, yeah. Hmm. I don't know the quite the right words to 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 express this but like taking that this step farther of um like it was just Mary this was old Mary from Mary. <laughs> from Nazareth like
1: I, I always when we start to put per- people into that sort of like box of being a celebrity or a person or, or a demagogue or a demon, I mean, c- ways we can I, you know either idolize or demonize people. I love to then just remember that like, like they were a baby at some point. And yep. then they were a two year old, like that they were, they didn't know, you know, they had to be taught how to fall asleep. They had to be taught how to eat, like they had to be taught how to walk. And like that was Mary and she was just being a person. And that it happens to people who are just trying to be people.
0: Right. Right.
1: Right. Just, and what, what point of the day did it happen? What was she, (laughs) what was she supposed to be doing? What was she late to because of that? You know?
0: Right. Absolutely.
1: Like, uh,
0: I mean, yeah. And I think that another, uh, another just comforting thing to, to remember is that this yes happens anytime. It's, it's, not a a flip of a switch. I mean, sometimes it can be, but um, it can just be, it can be a journey to say yes. It can be an immediate yes. It can be.
1: Well, I think that's, I think in in our minds, this thing, Mary's going along one route and then this thing happens. But if you, if it's not like God didn't know that God was going to choose Mary for this. And if that's the case, Mary in some ways has been preparing for this her whole life and didn't know it. Right? right like the circumstances of her life and the way that she's been living lead her to something it's never a, i actually never it's almost never a moment it's an accumulation of moments
0: it know? yeah this part of this question at the end here it says we can never be fully prepared for the magnificent journey with jesus mm. <laughs> it is sure to transform our lives um like mary we are called to say yes to those impossibility to this impossibility made possible
1: Annie, let's talk about the way of love in relation to this. I
0: know, right?
1: Like we've got these seven practices. And so that's that third question, right? Is how, how do the practices help you or. Uh,
0: How, how can each of the practices be seen as an invitation to say yes to the journey?
1: So we have our seven practices, turn, learn, pray, worship, bless, go rest. Yep. Turn, learn, pray. Worship, bless, go, go rest. rest. Okay. So later today, when I'm, and when we're done recording at some point this afternoon, I believe I have spiritual direction. I think I do. And my spiritual director is really intent on um, pointing out that um, God is already here. And so the work that you do in spiritual direction and spiritual centering and prayer and contemplation is not the beckoning of God, right? It's the, it's the acknowledgement of the already present reality of God who seeks your company. Yeah. Right. So you don't have to go looking for God. You just fall into the bed. You just say yes. Yeah. You just fall into the bed. Yeah. Oh, I really love that. Right. Yeah. Um, that idea of like the saying yes, and so so I bring that up in terms of these seven practices because in many ways they're they're all about living into something that's already true.
0: Yeah, absolutely.
1: Right? Turn to see what already is. Learn about what's already been said. Mm-hmm. Pray to the one who's already there, ready to hear from you. Right. Worship the one who has done this stuff for you like create you and give you all this right um and then bless to me is a less a bringing blessing and more a a naming of where you underst- see the blessing.
0: yeah yeah like,
1: yeah yeah understanding that the world for what it actually is which is <laughs> a vehicle for god's beauty and blessing right right and go into the world that already is waiting for you and then rest as you said like fall in
0: yeah
1: fall, fall into it right i don't know that's
0: and, and, I, and I think that, like, to to just, like, directly answer that question, for me, it's – it all just comes down. I've been talking – I've said this multiple times this week to many people. It's almost acknowledging your worth in some way hmm. is saying that, yes, um, and saying well, – and, Say and, more about that. It, and, well, saying that, like, I'm already doing these things. I don't need to recreate anything. I already have the worth that these things are ha- – like, if my hmm. – if if – if I'm looking at this as some way to, to live my life, it's already happening. So acknowledge, acknowledge that. And, and for me that then acknowledges that there's worth in what I'm doing. There's worth in me that this is happening. Like there's, yeah, like even, even the worth of being in some way, I think that's the, yeah.
1: Of course you saying this for me brings up, like the counter which is the fact of even having to say out loud oh like i'm worthy so to speak yeah suggests that we're fighting certain voices or demons that suggest otherwise like that's inherent yeah inherent in the like turning is turning away from something right learning suggests an ignorance and you could go down the list right rest (laughs) suggests a restlessness right yeah um uh I could come up with an alternative sorry, you know, <laughs> for just, every single one. <laughs> all of them, but but the point is like, so this is interesting. It igno- I, I remember uh you know a few years back, I guess a couple years back now, um the author and she was a pastor at the time. I don't believe she is technically now and like not running a church, but but Nadia Boltzweber, she she spoke at at the cathedral. And she's you know, she's her deal obviously is is I mean, her deal is Jesus, so first and foremost, but how do, she presents Jesus to people who maybe otherwise aren't really sure what to do with that and have been abused by that or oppressed by that or marginalized by that, uh, sort of not by Jesus, of course, but by people in Jesus' name, right? And so, but she's, so then she's like, so let's talk about having, you know, a sinful, you know, a sinful nature.
0: Yeah.
1: And people are like, no, 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 you're you're like liberating us. So we don't talk, right. And she goes, well, let me tell you, like, she goes, raise your hand if you, she goes, raise your hand if you Believe that in your life you have a propensity to F things up. And every single person raised their hand. And she goes, That's all we're talking about. That's it. It's just don't yeah. overdo it. Like you have a propensity to mess things up. The concept is the recognition that you belong and are beloved and blessed by God, and that the, your propensity to mess things up is not going to change that reality, A mm-hmm. fundamental reality of you right?
0: Yeah. I think so much of uh, you just reiterating always that you are a blessing, I think is...
1: I got to keep saying it.
0: Yeah. To yourself too, right? Like. Yeah, I,
1: uh, I think one of my biggest fears is that I'm a burden to people. Right. Right. Like one right. of my biggest personal fears is that I'm a burden, yep. that being friends with me is a burden, uh, that people like me in small doses. And so, yeah, this work... Um it really it really point, taps into what you just said, like your inherent belonging and blessedness. Um, there's a an Ella, Ella it's a Cole Porter song that Ella Fitzgerald sings. It's not one of the most famous ones, but it's Miss Otis Regrets. Do you know this song? Miss Otis Regrets, she's unta- unable to lunch today because she's been a victim of a lynch mob. And she's about to be strung up and her last words are like, please tell the person I'm going to have lunch with. I'm sorry. I can't make it. And it's done beautifully, elegantly, carefully. And it's Ella. But the underlying message there is that, 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 um, and I have no right to speak of it, but my understanding is just the the conditioning that women in our culture are like, don't forget to apologize for being you.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah. And so then thinking of Mary, just saying, here I am. Oh.
1: To say the words that Isaiah or Jeremiah or Ezekiel or more important or or like more foundationally, Abraham, the father of the faith, says, here I am to God. And now Mary says it. Yeah. Well. I love that. Yeah. I'm just curious. For Advent specifically, we're going to be focusing on rest. Yep. Yep. And there are seven practices, but, but we recognize in some ways that rest is the one that we... People would like to pretend that praying or learning the Bible is the hardest for them, but at least those are actions.
0: Absolutely.
1: But rest <clears throat> to to receive. How do you God, say yes you know, to it? How do you say yes to rest? Yeah. I put it on my calendar yesterday. You did. I literally put rest for for thirty minutes. I think I made it twenty.
0: That's
1: great. Um, I put it in for thirty. I think I lasted twenty. Uh, but I I went out on my in my backyard. Um, without my phone. That's great. And sat on on this little wicker couch I have with my dog and then just sat. It just was, it was, I mean, think about that 20 minutes. Yeah. And it felt like, but yeah, I literally put it on my calendar.
0: That's fabulous. That's great.
1: What about, how do you say yes to rest?
0: How do I say yes to rest? Emily helps a lot with that. I was
1: going to ask. I have a feeling (laughs) she's really good at that, genuinely. Like that she like... Yep. She encourages that. in you.
0: Well, and I think that the, one of the, one of her, the, one of her, um, her ways is hiking. And so it's, I, every time afterwards, I love it. Right. Every time afterwards. So it's, it's, I know that I just have to do it or it's even like going for a long walk. Right. It's like, I know that I have to just, I just have to say yes to it and right. then just do it. <laughs> and then afterwards it's, it's,
1: it's it's great. Isn't that funny? It's like ugh the thing. But the rest say like the idea of rest as saying yes to God as opposed to rest as um a well-earned mm-hmm. nap or mission accomplished. Like like what if your your rest wasn't connected to your wasn't a statement of what you've earned or not earned?
0: Yeah, you're marking for, yeah.
1: Like, you don't earn turn. You don't earn pray, worship, bless, learn, whatever. You don't earn them. Right. Right? So the idea of rest as a gift rather than as an accomplishment or a reward. I don't know.
0: Yeah. It's almost as if we have to... We have to change the narrative and language around rest. around rest yeah
1: so what's scary or perplexing to you about saying yes to resting
0: that's a great question uh
1: I did not come up with it
0: <laughs> you just kind of put two together
1: <laughs> probably, probably did.
0: um uh probably first and foremost missing out little yeah. fomo no fear of missing out um, and not doing, feeling like I'm not doing enough again, that goes right. that, that worth, um, that I have to be doing something or else what am I? Yeah. Um, yeah, I would say those are the two, the two highest.
1: For uh, me, it's totally what will people think? Yeah. That I will be perceived as lazy. Yeah. So. Well,
0: I think um, I think for for next week we'll continue the story of uh, of Mary and Elizabeth, but it's our closing prayer together.
1: Holy, Holy One, who makes, who makes the, the impossible, impossible possible,
0: possible. Open, open our ears to hear you calling us, us to birth new life into, into the, the world. Into Grant us, through the power of the of Spirit, Spirit, the courage of Mary to respond with yes.
1: So, so that your word, word may, dwell may dwell in our hearts. In our hearts. Through, Through your, your Son, Jesus Christ, to whom with you in you the, same, and the spirit, same spirit be honor and glory now and, now and forever. forever. Amen. Amen.
0: All right. Well, thank you.
1: Oh, this is going to be fun.